In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God. Amen. It's about time. Time next time. You've got to be mean to these acolytes so they behave. <laughs> I love them all very much. So today we uh, begin our journey toward Holy Epiphany, Theophany, the baptism of Christ in the Jordan River. And we see the life of St. John kind of as the prelude to this, uh, this event. His life is quite miraculous from all standpoints, actually. Not just his birth, which was a miracle in itself, born to Elizabeth uh, and Zacharias, uh, the great high priest, uh, but more so because uh, that birth was of old age in her, like Joachim and Anna, like Abraham and Sarah, like Hannah and uh, the prophet Samuel. So this miracle birth, all of Jerusalem, all of the Jews knew this. This was not a surprise to anyone after the birth. It was announced to everyone. John's birth was a known fact to all the people. And then, because as Christ uh, was taken to Egypt, John and Elizabeth, after Zacharias' death, he was killed actually on his way to church by the Pharisees and the Sadducees. They killed him on the way to church. And so Elizabeth and John went to the desert, fled to the desert to be safe. Elizabeth was old age, and she died. And the history of the church, the, 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 uh, the teaching of the church is that John was raised by the angels. Wow. So he knew them by name. Wow, just what a life. What a life in the desert, fed by the angels, knows the angels, nurtured by, by the angels. At 30 years of age, he's called out of the desert to preach the gospel of repentance. And he comes to Judea, and just a few people show up to hear him preach. No, you know what it says? All of Judea. How many? Everyone comes out. This is the Super Bowl of preaching. Nobody missed it. Everybody comes out to hear John preach. Everyone. Not one person is left out in this. He's a prophet. Everybody knows he's a prophet. He's lived, he was born miraculously. Everybody thought he was dead. And he comes out of the desert, clothed with a nice tie, looking really sharp. No. Camel's hair, a girdle eats locusts and wild honey. A, be, a vegan. Well, maybe not. Locusts, maybe not, right? Maybe it was a little bit different there. So he preaches this gospel of repentance. What a life. To me, I, just, I think that if we could focus a little bit on that all the time, it would just be such an encouragement to us. Because his life was just totally and completely dedicated to God and the work God called him to do on earth. Nothing but that. 
There was no option for him, no turning left or right, just a straight-ahead walk, St. John. And what place does he have in every iconostas, in every Orthodox church in the world? Where does he sit? Next to Christ. Next to Christ. Wow. So St. John, as St. Paul tells us, fought the good fight, finished the race, race, and kept the faith. That's what I'd like to focus on today. So for us, as an example of St. John, we need to learn to fight the good fight, finish the race, and keep the faith. So let's begin with fight the good fight. You know, I was talking to Father John Braun the other day, and he's, <laughs> we were talking about trying to live the Christian life, and he's been a great encouragement to me. And he said, he said Father Nicholas, you know, we have to understand we have an enemy. Sometimes we don't think that. We just make our plans, and we go out there, and there's nobody out there to oppose us. It's like an NFL team standing out there. They call a play. They get out. There's no defense. Okay, we'll throw the ball there. Boom, easy pass. Let's go. Score a touchdown. Okay, we'll run the play. here. There's the defense. St. Peter tells us, be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion seeking whom he can devour. There's an enemy. We have an enemy, and so in that we need to be vigilant. We need to be aware, alert. You know, not to make too many sports analogies, but I kind of grew up there, so forgive me. But you know, you see some of these great quarterbacks come to the line of scrimmage, and they come to the line of scrimmage, and they, they read the defense. They point to that linebacker or that defensive back, and they say, He's coming in. You come, you're going to block him. You're going to block him. They are vigilant. They are prepared for what's coming at them. We need to do that. We need to understand vigilance is so important to us. Why? Because the Christian life is about living in peace and joy. And you know what get, gets robbed when we're not vigilant and we fall? Peace and joy. It goes away. It just disappears. If we're not vigilant, if we're not paying attention, there is no vacation from the spiritual life. No vacation. Always vigilant. Always alert. Always looking. Always paying attention. So may we, as St. John did, be vigilant. Another thing that helps us fight the good fight is to love the virtues. To love them. To fall in love with humility, to fall in love with chastity, to fall in love with contentment, to fall in love with patience, to love them, to desire them. In Psalm 119, King David says, I will delight in your statutes, I will not forget your word. I will delight in your virtues, I will love them. You know, may we fall especially in love with humility. That's the great, they call it the mother of all virtues. It's where everything else is built. May we fall in love with humility. And so, so I, want I want to confess two things to you, and maybe you have the same problems I have. If we are humble, we do not judge others. If we're humble, we're quick to forgive. 
you have trouble with those two things? Judgment and forgiveness? It's like constant. It's like the war. So, for us, let's make an effort to not judge other people. It's, it's an attainable ascetic practice. It's not, I'm not telling you to go fast for 40 days. Just don't judge somebody. Don't judge another person. When you see a trouble or somebody offends you, pray for them. Make that emotional energy that, that is judgment turn into spiritual energy. Turn that to spiritual energy. So don't judge. Pray. Hope for those people. Look for something good in them. You know, the Lord tells us in, uh, through St. Paul, think of these things that are true, noble, just, pure, lovely, of good report. Anything that is virtuous, think on that. Put that in your, in your mind when that person comes to mind. Find the good in them and think on that. You know, the saints say that if you think of enough good things about other people, you'll find out that they're better than you. What a great joy. You look at look all the good things. Well, they're a lot better than I am. Why am I judging them? So don't judge. Love them. Fall in love with the virtue of humility. Be quick to forgive. Quick. Right away. Somebody offends you, forgive them. Right on the spot. You know what happens, and it happens to me, if I don't, I, I, a beginning of a, a cycle of thoughts, be, a negative thoughts begin about that person. It's very hard to defeat that. I go, oh, that person, that person might, comes to mind. I just go through that cycle of thoughts. That person comes to mind, cycle of thoughts. That event, cycle of thoughts. So we have to learn to quickly forgive. Don't fall to anger and resentment. Don't remember wrongs. That's like the great enemy of the Christian life. Remembering wrong. How many people in here have been offended? Hey! Raise good, Juliana. Thank you for raising your hand. I know what's I know your life and how you have been offended. I know that very well. We've all been offended. Don't remember wrongs. Flee it. St. John Climacus makes this, this statement about remembrance of wrongs, among other things. He says, remembrance of wrongs is the keeper of sin, the poison of the soul, the shame of prayer, estrangement from love. And then this, the pleasureless feeling cherished in the sweetness of bitterness. Pleasureless feeling cherished in the sweetness of bitterness. That's remembrance of wrongs. We need to get out of there. Jump out. You have control of what you think. You've got to jump out of that. You've got to find good thoughts about those people, about whatever it is. You cannot go back and remember wrong things, wrongs against you. It is a d destruction of the soul, a shame of prayer, the, destroying, the destroyer of love, pleasureless feeling cherished in the sweetness of bitterness. Get out of there. It robs peace. It robs joy. So may we not fall to that enemy. So fight the good fight. Finish the race. 
I want to tell you a story. This is, this is the most incredible sports. Uh, you'll like this one. It's the most incredible event I've ever seen in a sporting event. It was at a Special Olympics track meet back in about 19, late 70s. Um, I was in charge, I worked at Devereux School, I was in charge of the Special Olympics, and we went to a meet at UCLA, the state meet. Great time, great time wonderful activities. Uh, the, one of the last races was a 440 race between these really good special athletes, okay? Really fast. And they were kind of pumped up as, you know, he, these guys are not only Special Olympians, but they're really good athletes. And so they're coming around the corner at the end of the race, and uh, about 10 feet before the end of the race, both these guys were like shoulder to shoulder. And they got right to the end, and the one guy falls. The guy next to him, not missing a beat, stopped, didn't cross the finish line, went back, picked up his friend, put him in his arms, everybody else finishes the race, and he walks across the, the, the finish line together with his friend. Finish the race. You know, St. John tells us, the Lord says, this is my command, that you love one another as I love you. Greater love has no more, one more than this, that he lay down his life for his friend. I'm telling you, my goal as a pastor in this parish, and I want it to be your goal, that we cross the finish line together. Period. No exceptions. If somebody's fallen, stumbling, what do we do? We stop and we pick them up. If there's somebody out there that needs a phone call, needs a, an arm, needs a, 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 some help, go do that. Stop running the race and pick up your friend. That is what I want this parish to be all about. We want to cross the finish line together. It's about finishing the race. Finish it together. Fight to do that. Don't let anybody not finish. If you've got to stop and go back, I mean, St. Paul said it, said it. Lord, if, if, if you could take all of Israel, I would, I would step back. I would step aside, but take all my brothers and sisters. This has to be our effort. It's a bit not about finishing the race like some individual. It's about corporately finishing the race. We have to see this. That's very, very important to us. And finally, let me just end by, let's keep the faith. God loves us all. This is the faith. God loves us all. All things in our lives are sent by him to save us, to help us, to guide us, to direct us. And he gives us grace to respond to all things virtuously in a holy way. He gives us grace to respond to everything in our life in a virtuous and holy way. And that works out then for our good. This is our faith. This is our faith. So for me, I cannot let my spiritual life, my relationship with God, be dependent on you and how you're doing and how you're trying to treat me. 
it's on me. It's on me. I cannot be a Christian that sees my Christianity in relationship to how everything is going on outside there. It's actually how, everything, how I'm responding to everything. That's my faith. It's not what's going on out there. It's how I'm responding to what's going on out there. Am I responding virtuously in a holy way to everything that comes my way? You know, St. John Chrysostom said, we have a faith against which nothing can be done. Wow. A faith against which nothing can be done? Yes, we have the grace to respond to everything virtuously in a holy way. That's a pretty powerful thing. You know, we should be able to take our shirts off and see a big S on it. We're supermen, superwomen, wonder woman, against which nothing can be done. We need to learn that God has given us grace to respond to everything in a holy way. That is for us to keep the faith. The faith that he has given to us, uh, a love he has given to us to save us, a life he's given to us to save us. What a beautiful Lord we have. So may we, with St. John, fight the good fight, finish the race, and keep the faith. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.